So what was said, watch this now, generations ago by prophets, you see being fulfilled in this generation. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. But the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So it's collaboration. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. Did you know that the first promotion of combatants, that is, one-on-one -on -one battle, was announced from the book of Genesis? That's why my theme for this message is in the words of Michael Buffett, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> Open your Bibles and let's go to Genesis chapter 3. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle. And above every beast of the field. And upon thy belly shalt thou go. And dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head. And thou shalt bruise his heel. I don't know how many of you turn your television to this particular scene. But maybe it's because I used to box years ago. I have a kind of a propensity toward turning on boxing and wrestling. Not so much wrestling, because that's a, you know, but boxing. Okay? And few of the times that you don't hear a man by the name of Michael Buffer. And he begins by saying this. Let's get ready to rumble. Look at somebody and say, When Christ came to earth, he came on an assignment. The assignment was not merely to open blinded eyes and to heal afflicted limbs. He didn't merely come to demonstrate his power by having the winds and the waves to obey his will. His primary task, his primary assignment was to declare war on Satan. 
He was assigned to declare war on Satan because God had prophesied it so. Go to heaven with me. See the last meeting before he departed. Father God said, son, this is it. He came, he, he came to a point when he was up here, beautiful, a cherub with, 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 with great power and beauty. But he wanted to be in my place. And I had to tell him like some parents have to tell their children. There is one parent, head, God, in this heaven. So somebody's got to go. You know the story. You know how he deceived Eve. You know how he worked with her and caused her to encourage her husband to participate, and they both fell. Adam and Eve fell because they were deceived by the serpent. The word serpent and the very creature serpent was used to be indicative of the very character and spirit of the enemy. He's like a snake. And so you know and I know what happened. But some people <laughs> will not get the message even though they have been disciplined. And so the Bible says that God evicted him from heaven. And he tumbles toward the earth. But the Bible says that as he comes down, he pulls down others with him. Uh, Satan, the world's greatest enemy. But God, you know the story. God sent his son to deal with the devil. So notice the scripture passage. It's really talking about God's response to Satan's work. And God is very much, you know, angered by what has happened because he not only tried to disrupt heaven, but he's come down to the earth and everybody on the earth is subject to his rule. He couldn't be God up here, so he wants to be God down there. And then he has people who don't understand the whole thing, so they decide to link up with him and be his subjects. I'm trying to set this thing up. Notice with me the scriptures that affirm that he indeed fell. His name was Lucifer. 
He was bright and glorious. Check it out for yourself. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 down to 14, and it will give you some background on that incident. And then when you go over into the prophecy of Ezekiel, he picks up the refrain. And notice this, in chapter 28, verse 11 down through 17, you have another prophet that affirms the fact that Satan fell. And if that doesn't do it, <laughs> Jesus, when he was talking with those 70 evangelists who he commissioned to go out into the world and to command devils to be subject. And they came back with a report. Read it for yourself in St. Luke. I'm going to have a lot of scripture up here today. And I want you to get, it's important that you get this. St. Luke chapter 10, verse 18, Jesus makes this statement. Now watch this. Jesus is now standing on the earth, right? Been in the world for almost three years. And what he's doing now is commissioning a test group. The test group are the 70 that he sends out who begin to act the way every human being ought to act. And that is with authority over the enemy. So we told them to go and do the work and they come back. And when they're coming back, they get all excited and say, oh, even the devils were subject to us. Hallelujah. I could stay here right now. Even the devil that messed up my family. Even the devil that messed up my appetites. Even the devil that caused me to get addicted. Even the devil that did. Even the, even the devils are subject to us. Tell somebody resist. You want to lay somebody out? Resist. You want to blow your stack? Resist. You want to give somebody a peace of mind that you need most desperately for yourself? What your attitude, what your behavior is not you. Don't you know that Jesus made a statement once? It's not you, it's the devil in you. You are of your father, the devil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness. Huh? Against the rulers of darkness, against principalities and powers. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands. Why does the Bible say clap your hands? Do you know why? Because when you clap your hands, you disturb the atmosphere. You, you clean up the atmosphere. You break up the atmosphere. So whatever the devil is trying, that's why the Bible said, clap your hands, all ye people. Watch this. And shout. The three points of this message, the prophecy, the pertinency, and the prelacy. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed with the outcome of this particular match.
I will put enmity. Here's the prophecy. I will put enmity between you and the woman. There's going to be a, a, a very deep and pervasive hostility toward evil. Satan's domain. And the Bible puts it this way. James puts it this way. In James 4 and 4, James says, being a friend with the world is enmity with God. And then he goes on and, and he explains the other side. Whosoever will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. But being a friend of God makes you an enemy of the world. And we're trying to fit in. We're trying to fit in. So we, we tolerate. Hmm? And we adjust to. This really not our size, but we want to. So we fit in. We're going to squeeze ourselves in that little. So I won't feel like an outsider. Anybody getting this thing? You and I have to understand that we go through all of these calisthenics of experiences Every day. Every day. And you know that the interesting thing is that, uh, uh, you know, once we can truly understand that there's a difference between living for God in an unrighteous world than being an offense to God. Toward righteousness. I don't want to church. I don't want a Bible. Don't pray for me. Read it. I'll work my way through this. They, I, don't, I don't want no church. I don't want no God, no Bible. What you trying to do? Make us a theocracy? Well, when you look around and see mess, anything will be better. But you can't get better than God ruling. Because when God rules and the righteous rule, the people prosper. Do you know your Bible? And that's why we ought to be praying that God would put some right people in place. See, y'all scared. Y'all scared. No, the point is that you and I have to understand that we have responsibility for what we permit to get on us. Instead of trying to, well, you have to get along. Be tolerant. Acquiesce if you have to. But don't offend. Let me tell you something. Jesus said, I came to make war. He said, I come bringing a sword with me. Okay? And this is what he said. And he said, I will get husband against wife. And wife against husband and child against parents. I'll get, I'll get it. I'm going to get it. Look, let me tell you something. Because somebody's not going to want to go. But you're going to have to make up your mind that whether they go or not. I wish I had five people. 
you may not like it. You may not want the word, but I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to live with this. You, know what I mean? you may not want to spend time in prayer. I try to do my best and staying in that place. I have to. I don't understand how some people can go and don't read the word. Don't, don't pray. Don't fellowship with the saints. Who in the world you think you are? But until the devil give you one bolo punch or right hook. Or overhand right and jab you. That's why I'm glad. That's why I'm glad it's a prophecy. I didn't pronounce it. God did it. God said, God said, God said that the seed of the woman shall bruise your head. And you shall bruise his heel. Come on, somebody. Let's go into interpretation now. When there are people who say, well, that simply means uh, that people will have challenges with one another. And, and they'll have to be able to understand that gonna, they may give a blow, but they're going to take some blows too. And all that kind of stuff. This is nonsense. Let me tell you what it means. Biblical interpretation. Proper exegesis will give you the insight. That this is talking about Jesus and Satan himself. And you and I have to understand that God doesn't change his prophecy concerning Satan. It's set. You are going down. Now. The pertinency of it. The word pertinency, all it's simply meaning is this, it's simple. It, that which is applicable to the matter at hand or the situation in discussion. That's all it is. Don't be afraid about it. Now, now watch this. It means that just what God said, we ought to see. God said the seed of the woman would bruise the head of the serpent. And that the serpent would bruise his heel. Now, 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 where, where, now, now, where do we see the pertinency there? We see it taking place. That's why, notice when you read it, it doesn't say the seeds of the woman. It said the seed is singular. It's not about a whole group of people. No, there's a one If you don't know, the devil knows who his opponent is. Remember? When Jesus was casting out devils and the, and, and the devils themselves rose and said, Will you leave? Will you, why, you, did you come early to deal with us? I know you're going to, we know we're going to fight. But did you come early to deal with us? If the, no one else knows, the devil knows who his opponent is. But stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Because once the devil realizes that it's not just Jesus, but it's who Jesus has amassed. It's who Jesus has amassed. It's who Jesus has to amass. It's who Jesus has to amass. And when Jesus gets on the girl, and he gets all of us on one accord, the devil can't handle it. 
That's why he makes you angry with him. Makes him angry with you. So you become divided. And divided. I said divided. We fall. Somebody going to get this little message. You and I have to understand it's not plural. Because when I see you, if you're Christ, you're me. And when I see you as Christ, I see him. No, I'm not supposed to be special you and some special you and some special me. There's all of us. Right? It's Christ in you. The hope of glory. I said it's Christ in you. Well, the old songwriter put it this way. What Jesus has done for this soul of mine, the half has never been told. Well, you've heard some of it today in this message. And I trust that you'll begin to celebrate the victory that he has won for you and for me. Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So until next time, and we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.